1: Let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor. It is Seaforce. Right now, my wife is on this alkaline water kick. You know, it's supposed to be really good for you. Blah, 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 blah. I have good news. Uh, Seaforce is that kind of water. It dates back to 23,000 years ago, the last ice age. It's bottled at the source, delivered straight to you, and unlike other alkaline waters, Sea Force's pH is made by nature, not with source chemicals or salt. That's why it comes in naturally, the occurring range of seven point six to eight point four. I'm assuming this is really a good alkaline I have no idea but I'm telling my wife that she'll know Seaforce also donates a portion of all the proceeds to kickstarter uh, kickstartkids.org it's a nonprofit charity that works with underprivileged youth teaching them character through karate Seaforce it's owned by Chuck Norris and his wife Uh, And it's they're great. The water is really great. I like giving my money to these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to send the water across uh, the ocean from the mountain in Fiji. Seaforce, available in many retailers across the U.S. and Amazon. Check Seaforce.com for a location near you. It's really good. Seaforce.com.
0: and enlightenment.
1: This is the Glenn Back Program. Hello, America. I've been warning that the elites within the Great Reset were looking for the next serious crisis, and Ukraine appears to be just that. An economic weapon of mass destruction was turned on, and not just against the Russian government, but the Russian people as well. The very same system that was built under the Great Reset. Enforcement mechanisms like ESG was weaponized in response to the Ukrainian invasion by Russia. Now, let's look on to see how else Ukraine is helping push us further towards the agenda of Davos. Tonight at 9 p.m., the digital dollar. What comes next? it's important that you understand the programmable digital dollar. We begin there in 60 seconds. True love of country and those who serve it, that is a deep commitment. It means thoughts and prayers because they're real, they have power, but it also means reaching out a helping hand when those who served can't anymore. We need each other desperately. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now through Operation Homebase, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Please be a part of this very bright light. People put our lot, their lives on the line for our country and our communities, and they need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month right now at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Okay, so let's look at what happened over the past couple of weeks due to uh, Russia's invasion. The global corporate community has united in parallel with world governments. The DHS has labeled misinformation as a terror threat, while at the same time, the media and even elected government officials are calling Americans treasonous for asking questions about what's going on in Ukraine. The crackdown is coming, but the big change that is on the horizon is is what's about to happen to the global financial system. Anyone who is paying attention understands what Joe Biden said yesterday is true. When he came out, he said, there's a new world order formulating. It's actually begun and it's creating a new axis power hostile to the United States. We are now making moves to decouple from the U.S. dollar. We are not just the rest of the world. We are. Now, our enemies wish to weaken us, but ironically, so does our own government. It goes right along with the Great Reset. They want and need a weak dollar and to take its place, I kid you not, a single global currency. Their words, not mine. In the meantime, the path to full control and submission will go straight through a U.S. digital dollar. It's being built right now. ESG could enforce with the press of a button privacy a thing of the past local banks probably won't survive and they can also print whatever they want with zero oversight this is MMT modern monetary theory on steroids and for the great reset it has to get done Bretton Woods three. The next great global financial shift is underway, and I will show you what it looks like and what it all means tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. How Ukraine's crisis will usher in a digital dollar disaster tonight at nine on Blaze TV. Sign up now. Join us. We need your support uh, you can join us at blaze tv dot com slash glen. Use the promo code glen and save. All right, I wanted to bring uh, Justin Haskins in. He is the co-author of the Great Reset, the editorial director of the Heartland Institute, editor in chief of stoppingsocialism dot com. He is also the co-author of my new book that is out, The Great Reset. By the way, it is in stores again and it is in a hardbound copy i highly recommend that you get the hardbound you can listen to it on audiobook but please get the hardbound it has 50 pages of fine print footnotes you can have the argument with your friends or whoever no no this is from whitehouse.gov or us treasury.gov welcome justin how are you
2: Oh, I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. I've uh, taken the advice of Bloomberg. Uh-huh. I've decided to uh, deal with all the effects of inflation. I'm off of beat now. I'm only eating lentils, dried wow. lentils all the time. That That's is I'm eating.
1: great. Well, thank you for eating dry rental, uh, lentils because we don't want to use too much water either. Uh, no,
2: so, I care about the climate, Glenn. So I care about the climate.
1: Justin, you wrote an article for Newsweek. Ah, uh, Biden's plan for a digital dollar massive threat to freedom you can find that now at newsweek.com um but I, if i hear one more person say this that'll never happen that'll never happen it's going to happen sooner than people think agree
2: 100% we know for a fact that this is the case when we were working on the great reset book and not not everyone knows this but we started writing that in 2020 way back in 2020 and when we were writing the Great Reset book, we talked about, we quoted from people involved in that movement who are affiliated with Joe Biden using words like a new world order and talking about the possibility of a digital currency, switching to a digital currency. And we there's a whole chapter in the book about modern monetary theory that discusses all of those things. And we are now seeing this play out in real time. This is actually happening. The things that we were called crazy for a couple of years ago, are now happening. This new executive order issued by the Biden administration not only says that the federal government needs to study the issue of creating a digital currency and produce a report within six months on this, even though we've already had a bunch of reports about this, including one that came out in January from the Mm -hmm. Fed, it says that within seven months, 210 days of the order, there needs to be legislation produced, produced by the Treasury Department the attorney general and the the chair of the fed, they need to get together and create a legislative proposal for a digital dollar and present it to the white house. So you don't do that within seven months, unless you've been planning to to do this, a major, major
1: shift in the modern. And we know they have been, I mean, we know that this has been a push all over the world. And we, you know, we also, as I'm going to explain tonight, I'm going to show you what the Fed has been doing in Boston with MIT. They already have it. They already know what, what, they're, what they're looking to do on this executive order uh, is a little creepy. Why, Justin, would you need to talk to businesses, uh, activist groups, environmental groups, Why would why would the government need to get their opinion on a new dollar, a new currency?
2: Yeah, the only reason that you would be talking to those and then that that's not you just speculating that comes directly from the White House. They said that they've been working with industry, labor, consumer, environmental groups, international allies and partners. Why would you be working with all of these people on a dollar, The ol- on a new currency? The only reason you would be working with them on that is because the currency is going to be programmable. It's going to be programmable, controllable, trackable, traceable, and you'll be able to manage it, set restrictions for it anytime you want. That's the only reason you would be concerned with talking to environmentalists, for example, when trying to develop, or labor unions, when trying to develop a currency like this. They have, they have given it away. When in the executive order itself, it says that they want to promote, uh, use this currency to promote financial inclusion and equity and to fight climate change and pollution. Well, how do you do that? How do you how do you do that unless it's a programmable, controllable currency? the words financial inclusion are six times in in, six times it's mentioned in, in executive order and equity and climate change are mentioned four times each. That's 14 times they mention terms like that in his executive order
1: so it's it's really important that people understand programmable and um we have new video do we have this uh ready this is this is from the uh fed in st louis right do you know the background of this explain who this is that we're about to hear
2: you're about to hear, uh, this is a, from a Q&A session in 2021 with David Andelfato, who's a senior vice president and economist with the St. Louis Fed. He is, the, he is an expert on digital currency. And Q&A is about uh, what's going to happen with a potential digital currency created by the Fed in the future. And the person, asks, the person who's asking the question says, can, you, can the Fed assure us that uh, meaning the public that these digital currencies won't ever be used to tell us when how or where our money can be spent and then he responds with this
3: incredible answer listen to this yeah i mean in life one can't give absolute assurances of anything um if i if i but if i understand the question correctly i think the the um the caller is concerned about the potential uh you know, privacy that would be associated, say, with a government sort of uh, digital currency. Uh, this is this is an ongoing debate uh, that we have all the time. About uh, you know how much privacy is is desirable. I mean, there's there's a bit of a trade off here uh, as well because um, you, you know we we don't know, for example, what sort of entities might make use of these uh, central bank digital currencies for nefarious purposes, say to finance terrorist activities, uh, terrorist activities. So you know uh, we might want the government to monitor certain types of of transactions as well, and you know we see this in the anti money laundering laws and the KYC laws. Um, so there's a, there's a trade off. I can't, I, one can't give assurances for sure, but I mean, I think what we can be assured of is that, uh, Congress will respond to the electorate's concerns and this is kind of the <laughs> best we can hope for.
1: Okay, good, good. Okay. So what he's saying here is, you know, we're going to, we're going to monitor for terrorists, et cetera, et cetera. The problem is, um, that's his opinion, uh, and how do you define terrorist? But it's also really important that you look overseas because they've already had this conversation three or four years ago uh, in uh, Great Britain and Parliament. The reason why the digital currency debate kind of uh, uh, stopped and went uh, uh, went uh, uh, closed quarters is because they started having this debate well, what if we want people to buy certain things or not buy certain things? Uh, and that's what a digital programmable currency will do.
2: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And his response actually is extremely telling. If somebody asks you, hey, are you guys going to use this as a tool to control our lives and manipulate us and decide what we can buy and when what we can't buy and when, Uh, What would be the response if your plan was not to do that? Your response would be, no, that's crazy. Of course we're not going to do that. And instead, he begins with, in life, one can't give absolute assurances of anything, really. I mean, what kind of response is that, unless that's the goal? And and going back to what you said about terrorism, we just saw this play out in Canada, where people who supported the Freedom Truckers were literally being called terrorists by the
1: government. And by the way, the parents in Virginia were also labeled as terrorists. If you're labeled terrorist by the government and they have a right to shut down all terrorist activities uh, and shut down the use of the digital currency, well, what would have happened Would that have happened? What happened in Canada to the truckers? Would that have happened to the parents in Virginia? And would people have even stood up if they knew that was a possibility?
2: According to most people in the Democratic Party today, at least if you watch CNN, almost everybody who supports Donald Trump is an insurrectionist. Correct. So wouldn't they be a part of all of this as well? This is so incredibly dangerous, and they are openly talking about these things. They're saying that they're going to use this as programmable currency to control and manipulate society, of course, for the betterment of everyone, uh, according to them, right? But thats they're very open about it. All people have to do is listen and watch and believe what people are saying to them. Just take these people at their word. Take them seriously, and you will see that this is Is the plan to use a digital currency, a whole new currency to control and manipulate society.
1: So the measures that Biden um, announced, they say, will focus on six key areas, consumer and investor protection. What does that mean? I I mean, go ahead.
2: Price controls would be my guess. Price controls potentially determining how much money you can spend on, I don't know, gasoline or whatever, providing incentives for people to spend more money on, uh solar power uh determining whether you should be buying products that are good for you or bad for you like say sugary drinks or something i mean the possibilities it, are truly endless
1: now that is that sounds crazy but let me tell you something that happened yesterday by a 3 to 1 vote with all democratic members voting yes and the sole republican voting mem- uh, member voting no the sec securities and exchange commission advanced the proposed rule compelling companies to disclose climate related risks The goal of the new regulation is to discourage Wall Street investment managers from giving oil and gas companies the investments they need to increase domestic energy production. Once the regulation is fully implemented, publicly traded companies would be forced to provide data on their own carbon emissions, how much energy they consume, and how much carbon emissions are generated by their suppliers and customers. Environmental, social, and governance investors would then use this data to deprive fossil fuel producers of the capital they need to increase domestic energy production the new regulation will also force companies to get their emissions data independently certified by a third party so if you don't think that that's what they're doing well then what is this from the sec just yesterday back in one minute when's the last time you bought or sold a house has it been a while uh it wasn't fun back then it's Even worse right now. I mean, it is it is really tough. You have got to have somebody that knows how to negotiate on both sides. You got to sell your house, get the best dollar for it, and then have somebody who knows how to get the right house, how to make sure that you have the winning bid without over uh, overpaying. You need a team around you. And that's what real estate agents. I can connect you with the best people in the area, the ones that have the best practices. You know, we've we've learned a lot working with the 500 best uh, real estate agents uh, in America, according to the Wall Street Journal. And we've learned we've learned a lot. And they've taught us how you find people like them. There is a system that helps them outsell everybody else com. It's a free service to you. We'll just hook you up with the people we think are the best in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so tonight we are going to go into the digital dollar, uh, and this is a don't-miss program. We're going to try to make it fun. Oh, yeah, we'll try to make it fun. Uh, so don't miss it tonight on Blaze TV, 9 p.m., the Wednesday night special. Um, Justin, yesterday I talked about uh, the cyber war warnings that are starting to come from the United States. There's more of them again uh, coming out today. And you wrote to me last night and said, wait, Glenn, you you don't forget a couple of things. You want to go over that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is so important. Remember that the Great Reset only happens when you have some sort of serious crisis that needs to be dealt with. And so
1: COVID was 80 seconds.
2: Yeah, the initial uh, uh, justification. So the new one of the various war games that these people who've been involved with the Great Reset have been running over the past couple of years that could be a potential trigger for continuing the Great Reset is a cyber pandemic or potential cyber warfare. July 2021, World Economic Forum hosted a massive event. Uh, They've been heavily involved in the Great Reset, obviously. 200 teams from 48 countries participating with corporations and banks. All talking about how they could transform, the, the how they could work together in the event of a cyber pandemic, a big cyber warfare event or something like that. In December 2021, Reuters reported 10 countries, including the United States and other European countries, uh, held uh, a, a major cyber attack, a war game that looked at a major cyber attack on the global financial system in an attempt to increase cooperation. Again, that could help to minimize any potential damage to the financial markets and banks. This was another big war game, uh, and at what's the solution at, at, that they came up with at the end of all of this? Some of the solutions, according to Reuters, the participants discussed multilateral policies to respond to this cyber pandemic crisis, including a coordinated bank holiday, debt repayment grace periods, swap reap agreements, and coordinated delinking from major currencies.
1: That would be so, us where oh also anybody who is podcasting or broadcasting anything other than everything is ofi- is fine will also need to be silenced that also according to Reuters. Justin, thank you so much the book is out the great reset get it now The Glenn Back program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, mortgage rates have jumped a bit. They're still real competitive. You need to take advantage of them before they're gone, and that is uh, that could be coming quickly, very quickly. America's home for home loans is American financing, and they are America's home for home loans because they're they're in it for you, not the bank. Everybody is paid on a salary. Nobody gets commissions, So nobody's hyping you or trying to force you in. In fact, some of my friends like Stu actually have been turned down well they weren't turned down they just said if you can find that crazy deal you'll have to go find that with somebody else we can't do that kind (laughs) of a deal um you know they they will tell you the truth they're not in it for the buck again they all are paid on a salary american financing american financing call them now 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net it's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. We we're just talking about
0: it. You can get it now. The Great Reset in bookstores everywhere. Get the first chapter free at glensnewbook.com.
1: So I believe I see how they are going to package uh, this new world order. Uh, Joe Biden came out and and he knows using the terms new world order is not a good thing uh, to half of the country. Uh, But he's talking about a new world order and they're going to start packaging this new world order as a way to get away from globalization. Now, that's not really what it is. It is a. Um, a a bipolar world again. There will be an axis. At, we're going back to the Cold War. There'll be an axis and allied power. Okay. And the West will work together and the East will work together. And they're starting to package this because this is the second time I've seen this in the New York Times. Look at this. A cr- Ukrainian war and pandemic forced nations to retreat from globalization. How many times have we asked on this program, Uh, Are we making our own medicine? Uh, How about, uh, you know, our own oil, gas? Can we get independent on a few things because we're way too dependent on China? Nobody's actually ever done anything about that. But this is the way this is being spun. Mr. Biden, according to The New York Times, already frames his foreign policy in ideological terms as a mission of unifying democracies Against autocracies, Mr. Biden also says he's enacting a foreign policy for middle class Americans while it's working out and uh, central to getting companies to move uh, critical supply chains and manufacturing out of China. The goal is given urgency by the hobbling of these global links over the last two years of the pandemic. Now, have you heard anyone make this case to the American people? That's a pretty good campaign thing to run on, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Didn't run on that. Didn't run on that. Um, I think they are. I think they are working in reverse here. They're looking for a narrative to sell all of this stuff. So the narrative is going to be: we're getting away from China. Warning! Warning! Okay. So yesterday there was uh, another step taken for the delisting of Chinese stocks, and they say that that is going to happen in the next couple of years. Now, let's look at, oh, by the way, uh, we also announced yesterday more sanctions are coming on Russia, and we threatened China. If you help them at all, there, we're coming after you, too. Oh, are we? Are we really? Okay. I told you years ago that war is the way you change maps and currencies and everything else, because At the end of a global war, it's been so horrible that it doesn't matter that you don't go back to the way things were. You just want the war to end. Okay, so if you were really interested in peace, would you not, if you were an honest person, would you not just continue the Abrahamic uh, Accords? continue in the direction because we saw more movement in the Middle East towards peace and unity than we've ever seen in my lifetime under Donald Trump. You may not like him. You may not like his tweets, whatever. But if you were actually interested in the Middle East not being chaotic, you would continue down that road. Even if you thought it was wrong, you might You might just continue it until it starts to fall apart, right? Like if you at the beginning
0: thought that these changes would create a new conflict in the region, which wasn't a completely unreasonable thought. I didn't think it was going to happen, but Mm -hmm. I can understand why people thought it might. But since those haven't materialized and we have seen peace in the region since they occurred, wouldn't you continue to go down that road
1: at least until something changed? I would think so. Now. Let me show you what's happening in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia won't take our phone call. So they're now selling their oil to China. they got a bigger, they've, they've, they've said enough of the old, in with the new. So they're not even taking Joe Biden's phone call. Mm. Now, there's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, Joe Biden uh, has said, you know, we don't like Saudi Arabia and blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, who does? Except for the king of Saudi Arabia. Um, But that's always been the deal and we've always been there to back them. So now we've taken Russia, a huge oil field, uh, Saudi Arabia, huge oil field, and Iran, huge oil field, allowed them to open it up for the uh, rest of the world, just not the West. Hey, we've forced them together and they've taken all of that oil and they're pumping it east instead of west. That's destabilizing for the west. But one of the reasons why Saudi Arabia is so mad at us is because Joe Biden went in and reopened the Iran deal and tried to bring all of this, these blessings of all of the things that Joe Biden did Uh, under Barack Obama and bring that back to life. Okay, this is a really, really bad deal. First of all, Tehran attacked Iraq with ballistic missiles last month and through its Houthi proxies in uh, Yemen. They launched a missile and drone strike on Abu Dhabi in January, and I believe they just launched another strike over the weekend in Saudi Arabia. So how is this how is this happening? Well, Iran is getting stronger and they're also going to have a whole bunch of extra money because now they can sell their oil and it's not slowing them down on a nuke. So. We're not only looking at instability, we're looking at a possibly nuclear-armed Iran with a lot of money. This is why, and you're not going to read this very often anywhere, but check the Israeli papers, this is why Israel is practicing uh, bombing runs on, uh, on Iran because they know that they're going to have a nuke and they have to take it out. So now you have Iran and Russia and China partnered And you have Israel going and attacking with what is said to be a massive attack that is coming. And they're not hiding it. They're telling, if this deal goes through and we are left alone, we are going in. So now you have a major attack on Iran. Do you think that might cause a war in the Middle East? Which side are we on? For the first time in my life i don't know but that would make it a two-front war and quite honestly if that's happening with israel and there's a real war going on with israel and a real war going on uh with the ukraine if i'm president z i just go into taiwan i just go in Because what is the world going to do? You're going to fight that war, too? Nope. without those wars, he basically went into Hong Kong and nobody
0: said anything. Exactly right. So, you know, I don't see why Taiwan would be any different. And we wouldn't even be able to do the things that we were were doing in Ukraine as far as supplying them. I mean, just the the geography of that situation doesn't allow for it in an ongoing conflict. So what do you do?
1: What What is Iran hoping for here? Uh... Iran wants to annihilate Israel.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's always their long-term right. hope. But are they seeing a path out of their sort of isolation here? Because, I mean, yeah, if, they, if, they, if they ally with China and Russia, you'd think they would be less likely to get the benefits of, uh, of a nuclear deal. That obviously benefits them. Why would they be signing it?
1: So let's just remember where Iran came from. Remember, that was the land of Persia. What happened to Persia? When did Persia become Iran? Persia became Iran during World War II. When the head of Persia and the uh, Grand, uh, what was it? The Grand Imam uh, in uh, Jerusalem, at the mosque in Jerusalem, became very big Hitler fans. Uh, They loved Hitler, Uh, And they I mean, they had we have several pictures in our museum of all these guys meeting with Hitler. They had their own SS guard to round up Jews. I mean, most people don't know that we have the uniforms here in our in our uh, museum. It's a really bad thing. The word Persia went away. The name Persia went away. It was a gift to Hitler. They changed Persia to Iran. Translation. Aryan. They said to Hitler, "We are your Aryan nation." Okay, so that kind of craziness is baked in to the religious zealots for generations. It's baked in. Hitler was right. So I don't know if you can uh, say any more than it's an it's an Axis ally. That doesn't mind slaughtering people just like Russia, just like China. They have their own design, but now they are. This is Gog and Magog. I don't remember which one is which, but one of them is Russia and the other one is Iran. Those are the modern day names for those. Those two are the ones that come against Israel. I could see that easily happening easily so these three countries that we're talking about is uh iran
0: russia china mm-hmm. there are different motivations for all of them correct here when you look at the motivations iran you're saying is more of a, a, theora- a theocratic yes. uh, ideological bent
1: how would you describe russia and china's motivation here uh china just wants to gobble up as much as, as possible. empire building Um, pragmatism yeah um Mm -hmm. russia wants europe so i think i think what they're all thinking to themselves because you have to include on that new axis india that's terrifying india india was our one
0: yes one the one thing we could look to for hope in a in a in a large country heavily populated that was a big fan of the United States they and have, the largest they
1: have capitalist, in theory, country on Earth. They have just thrown their weight with Russia yeah. and with China. And that's Biden. Like, yes, I, it is. Can't, you can't.
0: They love Donald Trump. Right. Do you remember the rallies they had yeah. in India for Donald Trump? The president uh, loved Donald Trump. We had a
1: really good relationship with India when he was president. Yeah, they loved him. They loved him. One more thing. Um, If you're Iran and the United States just gave you permission to have Russia come in and build more nuclear facilities, are you celebrating if you're Iran? I would be if I'm them. And by the way, are you happy if you're Russia? Yeah, because they don't think that they would use the nukes on them. They'll use the nukes on Israel. And some of their enemies in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. And if Saudi Arabia gets nuked, who cares? We have oil, then they don't. This is a really touchy situation. And uh, uh, if you're not down on your knees every day praying to God for our country, asking for forgiveness on the things that we have done and continue to do, please start. Sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Technology is always on the move. Unfortunately, that means so is cybercrime. Every year, there are more cybercriminals out there. Every year, their methods for separating you from your identity and your money get more and more sophisticated. Um, Whether you mean to or not, you're giving all of your information out online all the time. Uh, You're just living on a wing and a prayer if you haven't taken some steps. You know, maybe you check your credit score every now and then, but you're not doing enough to make sure that you're protected from having your identity stolen. That's what LifeLock is here for. Nobody can catch everything. Um, You know, they try and I think they're the best in the business, but it is an ever changing world and they can monitor things better than you can on your own. So if you do become a victim, they have restoration specialists that work to clean up the mess. They work right with you because I wouldn't even know where to begin. LifeLock is there. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off now. The Glenn Beck
0: Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Santa.
1: So we're pulling out something that America hasn't used for about 200 years, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. The Constitution? The <laughs> uh, you're getting me excited. There is a bill now in Congress to authorize the president of the United States to issue letters of mark and reprisal mm. for the purposes of seizing the assets of certain Russian citizens and for other purposes. Being enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America, Congress assembled section one issuance of letters of mark and reprisal for purposes of seizing assets of certain Russian citizens. Authority of the president, the president of the United States is authorized to request to commission under officially issued letters of mark and reprisal. Uh, So many of privately armed and equipped persons and entities, as in the judgment of the president, the service may require with suitable instructions to its leaders thereof to employ all means necessary, reasonably necessary to seize outside the geographic boundaries of the United States and its territories, any yacht plane or any other asset. Uh, B, security bonds. No letter of market reprisal, or reprisal shall be issued by the president without requiring the posting of a security bond in such amount as the president shall determine is sufficient to ensure that the letter be executed according to the terms and the conditions of. You know what this is? This is the United States of America hiring pirates. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> it can't be what it really is. It is. <laughs> it's a privateer. mm mm-hmm hired by us to go take the booty from others. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. This is this is Amazing. how the British robbed the Spanish of their gold and silver. The last time we issued this was 1812. What the hell is what are we doing? What are we doing? Tell Congress, ah, no pirates. No pirates. Get yourself a pirate instead. This is the Glenn Back Program.